Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Guest Thursday, and this is part two with uh, Teresa, who is uh, head of a ministry called Lydia's House. And last week, if you haven't uh, looked at it or seen it, uh, heard it, go back and listen to her story and the great the great stories of redemption and transformation uh, that is all God's work through uh, abiding and uh, learning to hear God's voice, which is uh, quite fun. And uh, uh, first of all, Teresa, uh, welcome again. Um, Give us, give us your uh, brief elevator speech. What exactly is Lydia's House? So Lydia's House of Hope is a 365-day transitional housing program for homeless women and children. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so our, our goal is to help them become independent, self-sufficient, know who they are in Christ so that they can then be blessed to be a blessing. Yep, yep. Um, and, uh, and so you have... Uh, um, uh, I think you said you have a house that has 12 bedrooms and you can have 25 people total. Yeah. The uh, house used to be a nursing home. So it has a lot of rooms that are perfect for the women. So wow. we have 12 that are just for the families that come in. So they have privacy in their rooms, which are made beautiful for them. So when they come in, it's just a whole beautiful new world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a huge common area with a commercial kitchen and a common area where we do our devotions and do do our meals, real meals, real dishes, uh, amazing food. We have food is love here, really. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is. And then you and have a last time you shared a little bit about um some residents who are now in the Grace House. The Grace House is a newer um, yes. a newer addition to Lydia's House of Hope, right? Can you share yes. a little bit about what that is and the vision behind that? Yes. So Grace House. So when the girls would be here for up to a year. Um, or a little bit longer, we would always have to send them back to low income mm-hmm. because there's no housing. So um, because of an amazing, amazing community and donors, we were able to purchase Grace House two years ago mm-hmm. so that it's semi-independence. So they still have case management, but they are living at Grace House on their own. They have a job, they have a vehicle. And are they putting the tools that we've given them to use? Mm-hmm. Are they able to take care of their children? Are they able to work? You you have to have a full-time job in order to live at Grace House. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and they're doing phenomenal over there. It is such an amazing opportunity for them. We do have another, uh, one of our residents is graduating next month. And we just had two that graduated out of Grace House. And mm-hmm. so both houses now are full yeah. and it's beautiful to That's watch. Great. So and it then, just helps them to carry on what we're te- we've taught them so that actually one of the girls is going to buy a house. Yep. That's so, amazing. So from Grace House, ideally, they then uh, move into their own apartment, right? Or their own yes. place. And uh, yep. so it's a, it starts with you, Grace House, and then and then moves move out. That's cool. Um, yes. 
Yes. As we uh, last time we talked about, um, you know, you gave us some stories of of lives, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I know you got plenty. Um, I think the audience would love to hear some more stories of redemption. You know, give us some more stories of women that have come in broken. What happened to them um, as they move through, you know, the process of learning what it means to uh, be be a believer and follow God. <clears throat> Amen. So we had this one young lady and when she came in here, she was a felon and she was in the newspapers and what she had done um, was not good. Uh, And she was coming out of jail. And so the jail had called here and she applied to come into the program. Even her probation officer said, I don't know about this one. (laughs) And, and we thought, okay, God does. So uh, even though she was kind of at the bottom of the rung, um, we brought her in and she was so mad i'll tell you when you're dealing with anger with these women some women are in here and they're angry but it's like undercover and it's in them and you could see it in their eyes they they think oh no i'm fine well okay they're angry but then you have the ones that are angry and and can't hold it in she was the one that she would say things that okay do you want to repeat yourself but this time nicer like be a little nicer about it Uh, She would get so angry, but there's a reason that they're so angry, but they don't know what it is. And they don't realize I didn't, I wasn't angry. You were because of the way that you presented it. So let's, let's try to, I'm going to walk back outside the room, come back in and let's hear you say that again in a nicer tone. Oh, after a few times of letting her know or a write-up, because when you're here, you have their write-ups, meaning, okay, we can give you grace. We know that you've always acted this way. And and even though you've always acted this way, you're going to have to no swearing in this house. There's no smoking. There's no swearing. There's no relationships. There's a lot of things you cannot do while you're here. So that's really hard at first. And so you're all, you're you're having to kind of help them through that process. Well, this young lady, she had a really hard time because she had come from the prison. And when you are prison for so long, you are um, institutionalized. Mm-hmm. So you have this certain way of behaving. And this is this the way that I am, okay? That's the way you were, but not here. So let's work on changing and renewing your mind to right thinking. Mm-hmm. And so we work through that. It's not something, okay, here today, gone tomorrow. If they've lived a lifetime mm-hmm. like that, it takes it takes time to get them through that process. She was very difficult to work with because she was so angry. But when she smiled, it was like the sun shined. Mm. And and she was so beautiful. And I used to tell her, I love when you smile. And when I would say, I love when you smile, it was usually when she wouldn't smile. And then she'd smile. (laughs) Like she just was so beautiful when she smiled. And the enemy robbed her of joy. And Mm. so she went through a morning actually she lost three of her children due to her addiction due to her what she was doing um she did a lot of things that were really bad but as a child she lost everything and had nothing and learned from the world how to behave so coming here sitting in devotions sitting in the office when she had to be corrected or challenged which she Mm -hmm. didn't like it at first but again she learned if mm-hmm. if you can't grow through those challenges then you won't and so she grew to a point oh my goodness she is such 
a beautiful light of God's love because she was at Grace House. She graduated this program that her probation officer said, I, I never thought that I would see the day mm -hmm. that this girl would not only be wear appropriate clothes, put a smile on her face, but now graduating to Grace House. Now she's graduated Grace House and she came here the other day. They never leave. They When they come here, they create family. Mm -hmm. they're always coming back here from our very first resident to uh, the girls that are here now. They're always coming back, whether it's for food, for fellowship, for um, Bible study or for devotions. They're always coming back for for um, sometimes just to sit and talk. And that's OK. So she now graduated here, went to Grace House, and now she just found herself a beautiful apartment in a house where her and her children live. She just sent me some pictures of her children. Wow. That is the transformation, renewing power of God and only God when it's a miracle in itself for her to have her children back. It's a miracle in itself. Hmm. So she's she's doing amazing. We have another resident, same thing. She came from the, I love when they come from jail because coming here, it's like, wow, this is a castle. <laughs> Which it is. <laughs> a beautiful house. But when they come here, they they have something that they want to prove. I don't want to be the felon anymore. I don't want to be the prisoner. All the women come here and they're prisoners yeah. of the end. So, you know, whether it's the world or in their mind, uh, there are some women that have never been to prison, but you wouldn't, you would, you look at them and think, wow, you you have, there's no joy. They're not no living happiness. free. Yeah. No. So they're the walking dead is what they are. Mm -hmm. That's what it. It's what I see sometimes because they walk in here and they're just like the walking dead because they're so in their head. Hmm. That could be a poem. Walking dead. They're so in their head. Yeah. There you go. Anyway. <laughs> um, this one, she came in such a beautiful, beautiful girl, but she had no confidence in herself, no self-worth, nothing. Everything was torn apart, which is why she ended up coming here from the jail I, I don't want to live the way I was, but I don't have, I don't know, I, I here I am. I'm just like an empty slate and I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to live. I don't know how to, it was, you should see her now. She is like, she's graduated the program, but she has her children. Hmm. She has her children. This one, she Amazing. is such a good mom. She's a great nurturing, loving mom. Hmm. But when she first came here, and her son had come halfway through to visit her. And I remember one of the things that he did when we were having lunch and he was waiting for her. She was in the, the ladies room. He stood by the door and I said, why are you standing by the door? She's going to come out because the last time he saw her, she had overdosed. She's going to come out of the bathroom. Mm. And it, those are the kind of things you don't hear about those things. You don't see those things. You don't really, we see it all the time and we hear it. But to be able to say this young lady is free, this young lady is in church. She's been, she graduated almost two years ago and she is doing phenomenal with her children. She loves the Lord. She's part of a church body. She comes and she brings me sushi and ginger ale. No fish, just vegetable sushi. <laughs> <laughs> and we just we just enjoy fellowship together for lunch, just to be able to have contact with yeah. each other. 
So you are literally, this, there's no product in this house. It's it's all about lives. It's all about human beings. And each one is different. Not one woman in here. I don't care if we're open for 30 years. Not one will be the same. And yeah. I love the opportunity and sometimes the challenge. Like she's going to make it. She's going to make yeah. it. And But you also have to be willing when they don't. They're not ready. When they have one foot in and one foot out. I want to be here, but I also want to be there. I really, I, I want to be here, but I, I really you know, I, I'm going to sneak in a cigarette. I'm going to sneak in a phone. I'm going to sneak. Okay. You're not ready. You know, and right. we've had many women. So you come. really have to focus on those who like, if, do you, do you really want to be healed? Yes. Yes. And yes. keep your eye on the ball there, yes. which I'm sure yes. is hard to see some mm -hmm. walk away that, you know, when you know, there's yep. so much more. Can I ask a question? You <sighs> talked about the little boy standing outside the bathroom Mm -hmm. um, and I know there are children that come in um, mm -hmm. with these ladies too. Do you guys do anything to help? I mean, a lot of these kids have been through a lot of trauma as a result yes. of all of this too. Yes. What does that look like for them? Are you able to do anything to come around them as well? Or um, yeah, what yeah. does that look like? Yeah. So when we first opened, I got no work done because I just wanted to play. I just wanted to hold the kids. So when when the children come in and mom says, and I, we will tell the mom, talk to the child while you're changing the diaper. Mm -hmm. Talk to the child. The child doesn't even understand it. Why should I talk to the child? Okay. So they learn by example. Mm -hmm. If we were a program that was state run, we would not be able to do half the things that we can do with these women. So I can take that baby, I can kiss him and I can change him and I can tell him God loves you and I can pray over him and then pray for mom. Mm -hmm. And mom begins to realize, oh, that's something I've never had. Because the, a lot of the women will say in their prayers in the morning, God, let me be a mom that I never had. Mm -hmm. Let me. Right. So the little uh, girl that, you know, sitting there at the table, we have all this food at the table. We always have a lot of food. And this is one of the reasons why she sticks it in her pocket because she might not have it later. Right. So we have to show her and teach her, you will have it later. Mm -hmm. We don't stop her, but we will tell her, you will have it later. You won't go hungry again. We have to first teach mom to stop spending money unwisely and spending it all in one day instead of, um, mm -hmm. you know, so even when they come in here, they don't have, we have their money. Mm -hmm. So if they make 200 a month from state funding, we take that 200 and we, you, you budget it at $50 a week. And the first question we always get sometimes, why are you only giving me $50 to spend on food? Hmm. 200 a month, $50 a week is 200 for the month. That way, by the end of the month, you're not going to the food pantry. You're not begging for food for the children mm -hmm. because the children are the ones that are, they are the casualty in this war. Right. The children are the casualty. We have, we have so many babies right now. We have a one month old and his mom that when she first came in here, oh, between with what she's been through from the trafficking and the prostitution, she was behind Cumberland Farms and this baby was about to be born. She was homeless. She came here. She's a runner. So every time she's been so abused that every time something happens, she runs. So one time she ran from this building with the baby down the hill. We knew that there was something very special about her, but we also knew you can't do this again because if you do, you will be exited. 
You can't take mm -hmm. your baby and run out of this house and have nothing for him. He's only one month old. He's so precious. The hardest thing about the children is when they come in here and they are going through withdrawals. These mm. are infants. And when you see that, you just want to hold them and you just want to love them. And that's what we can do. And then if we can help mom, then we are helping not just one generation, we're helping mm -hmm. two. We're breaking that generational curse with mom because someone has to break it so that that baby never knows anything about addiction. I don't care what they say, anything about hunger, anything about abuse, none of that. And so one of the things with these women, they're always looking for men in all the wrong places. So we always tell them, if you're looking for a man, then God is not number one. Mm -hmm. When God is number one, you won't need a man and God will send the right one to you. Yeah. Yeah. Stop looking for the man and you won't waste your energy and start mm -hmm. abiding in the love of God and mm -hmm. the man, the right one will come along. Yeah. And talk, yes. Teresa, talk a little bit about, yes. um, uh, you know, you talk about uh, both feet in, not one foot out, one foot yeah. out, uh, you know, double mindedness and yeah. uh, talk about why that's so significant. And particularly then we can help, help uh, believers understand that, that God actually invites us to that same place is, you know, set before you life and death, blessed, blessing or cursing. And yeah. you have, you have to yeah. choose to, to be all in, yeah. uh, if you're going to follow me. So why, why do you, what have you learned about that? And why do you enforce that, uh, truth that they have to not be double-minded? <clears throat> mm -hmm. That's good. That's a good question. So when the girls come in and okay, you need to make a schedule so that you know what you're doing hour by hour by hour each day. We help them through that. So they know when classes are, they know when they have to prep a meal, they know when they have to do their laundry because you have 11 families, you can't all have them in the laundry room yeah. and you have two washers and two dryers. <laughs> so you, 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 everything has to be scheduled. They're not used to that at all. When you start to challenge them, you know, they, they think it as punishment, but they always have to learn what's the difference between punishment and discipline. God never punishes us. He does discipline. Yep. Discipline is so you learn something. Punishment is because I'm angry and I'm going to take it out on you. You learn nothing except for my anger. Yeah. So they learn that when they first come in, those the difference between the two. So when we are correcting them, oh, so you do love me and you're challenging me mm -hmm. so that I could do the right thing versus you're not punishing me. Because that's how they have been all their lives. So, okay, this is what you're going to do. And this is, how, and you have a case manager and your case manager is going to help you with everything that you need. You have a, uh, a, we have a nurse, we have an occupational therapist, and we have a house supervisor that is amazing and will help you with the meal that you have to cook once a week or once every other week for 20 people. Now you, you came from eating out of a can for one. Well, now you're going to learn how to cook gourmet for 20. <laughs> so and it, it's awesome. <laughs> So when, and this is what I mean, one foot in and one foot out. I, I no, I'm, I'm just going to buy a can of chicken. Uh, no, you're not buying a can of chicken. <laughs> we have whole chickens because Dolan Bailey gives us all the meats. Every quarter sends us four to 500 pounds mm. of organic that's happy meat. That's what you're going to cook. Yeah, but that's mm. a lot of work. I'm just going to get a can of meat. Mm. Okay, issue one. Okay, did you do your schedule? You're supposed to pass it in on Monday. No, Ah. Uh, you know, I was so busy doing nothing. Okay. <laughs> so next week, I want your schedule in the bin. You need to be on time. Did you do your schedule? Oh, 
Um, no, I was busy doing something else. All right. So when we see that they want us to do the work instead of them, when they, when we see you're working, we're working harder because we're chasing you. Why aren't you in class? We're chasing you. Why are you trying to bully another one of our residents, your mm. sisters? When we have to chase them all the time, we spend more time trying to convince them to stay. No, you don't want to be here. You have one foot in and one foot out. I'm not going to convince anyone to stay. That's why the locks are on the inside, not the outside. You want to go? That's your choice. You have, mm -hmm. we had one woman here and, and, uh, and this was two weeks ago and she just wanted to run. And so I brought her up here. We had one of those conversations. You can run, you can keep running all you want, but God brought you here. I know that. And he wants me to tell you, stop running mm. and go through the process. You didn't get here in one year. You got here. How old are you? You're 23. So it took 23 years for you to get here. You need to take one year to go through this process. And not just for you, but for this baby that you have in your hands. Go through the process. The process isn't easy. If they're not willing to go through that process, they can't. We're, the same with us. I, I have to go through. I, I think all of us have to continually go through the process because God's always challenging us to grow. Mm -hmm. So he's always taking our tent pegs and he's stretching them. That's not easy when he does that. So, and sometimes you can't want to, <laughs> but in order to grow, you have to accept a challenge. And so for the girls, will you take the challenge? You need to do what we've asked you to do. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not a big deal if I don't do the schedule. Okay. Mm -hmm. You and 11 other families, not a big deal. So why have a schedule? It's not a big deal that I don't make a meal. Then what about the other families? This is this is part of the program. Either you do the program or you don't. There's no, I'll do this part, but not this part. It's a whole. You're in it. You're part of it. So do you want it or not? Because yep. I don't, you know, we're all working really hard mm -hmm. and you're not. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. So you give them the choice mm -hmm. and, uh, and sometimes they choose to leave, right? Oh, absolutely. God I'm gives sure us it's a heartbreaking choice. Heartbreaking for yeah. you guys. It, it really is, but I realize now, after seeing families that do have to leave, mm -hmm. and I tell the girls all the time, God chose us. Mm -hmm. Now He's asking, "Will you choose Him?" He's not going right. to make you choose Him. Right. He's asking, "Will you dwell right. in the secret place?" That gives yeah. us the responsibility. Mm -hmm. Will you dwell? Because right. if, if I make the choice to dwell in his presence, then it's my choice. God mm -hmm. already chose me. Yeah. But will I choose him? Yeah. Now in this program, mm -hmm. uh, is it the program? If they choose not to, you know what, God? We're not going anywhere. We will be here until there's no more homeless, until there's no more women abused, until there's no more children that are the casualty. We will do mm -hmm. and continue doing what you have called us to do until there's no more. Then we will shut this house down. Yeah. Until yeah. then. And as we, uh, you know, just like to reinforce that, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, God says, uh, you know, literally, um, it's a choice. Uh, either yes. you follow me and not be double minded, or if mm -hmm. you're double minded, then you're not going to experience the benefit uh, of what right. you, you know, what you get to see if they if they say, okay, I'm in. 
guess what? They get mm-hmm. to see, they get to see redemption. They get to see mm-hmm. wholeness. Oh, amen. Um, and that's, you know, that's God's heart for us. So uh, I'm glad, mm-hmm. to, I'm glad that you shared that. Um, as we, uh, you know, look at finishing here, um, tell us uh, for the ministry, what, where are mm-hmm. you seeking uh, your next piece in terms of God's mm-hmm. will? And what's your, what's your vision for, for what's next now for the broader ministry? What are, what are things that are on your heart? Hallelujah. So one is prayer, uh, because we know it's a spiritual battle. We, we yes. know that. So prayer is, um, is so necessary. Um, as far as the house and the program, we're missing one piece. And I've realized that in the last couple of weeks, even I thought we were good and we're ready to grow. Okay, God, send us out to the world and get, mm-hmm. you know, more Lydia's house and more. And, and, here because the women are so we're not therapists but the therapists that are out there in the world either put you on medication or tell you you can't and limit you yeah yeah what we need what my prayer has been what we need here in this house is a faith-based therapist Mm. that can come here and take care of these women and their their the pain and the trauma, it's, you can change the behavior. This is what I learned the last eight years, nine years. You can change their behaviors, but it's not, if they leave here and only the behaviors change, but not their self-worth, yep. the behaviors have changed, but they still feel unworthy and they still feel uh, worthless, I should say. We're all unworthy, but yet God chooses us, but they still feel worthless. It's, it's only going to root itself again back to the same patterns that they had when they came in here. That's what we learned that quickly. How do we get to the root of someone that is in their head and all they think about is how ugly they are, how um, we have one young lady that is missing all of her fingers because of addiction. Her mom was an addict. And so now she sees herself as incomplete. How do you change that mentality? I can't change the mentality. We can pray. We can offer her the word of God, but there's a deeper need for healing, Mm -hmm. a deeper um, emotional healing. We need that, that person to come in here and take care of the women that are so deeply, deeply rejected and abandoned and, and don't know how to get that deep with these girls. And that's what they need Mm -hmm. to a deeper, um, healing yeah so uh we need that in the house and that will complete the program we have everything Hmm. but that will complete the program with that comes uh, i did look into a few of uh faith-based um therapists to help uh there's emdr and then there's trib and then there's all kinds of things out there but it's expensive so it's not something that we've considered in our budget so that the issue it's not an issue for God, but it is something that we have to consider because that's going to be a lot of money, but it's worth it Mm -hmm. for the women. Once that's done, our goal is to have a second Lydia's house of hope or a cafe library or a thrift boutique, a thrift boutique. If you saw the creation that these women the things that they create, they make mm. soap, they make clay houses, they make <laughs> their artwork is incredible. The artwork is so, I've never seen anything so beautiful. Uh, right. Sometimes yeah. I will read the word of God, like Psalm 91 and just read it. And mm. 
all of a sudden and and just give them go here's your paper here's your paint just just draw and put some uh piano music on in the background and the things that they come up with is just so inspirational to me because some of them are great artists some of them are great writers some of them are nurses some of them they are so talented there's such great seeds of greatness in this house it's amazing to see their talent so if we had a little uh cafe not the cafe library the thrift boutique we had it for five six years and i thought that thrift boutique would raise us so much money well it didn't because we gave everything away so <laughs> we didn't make any money <laughs> but god used it to bring us to this house because it was in summersworth which i never heard of summersworth until the thrift boutique so that's what we want to do again, because now we have all these women that can run the boutique. Yeah. We have all these donations that can help support the boutique. Yeah. We have all this talent. It's, it just, it would be such a, an amazing opportunity. I don't ever want to run ahead of God. And sometimes I think now I used to run ahead of him. Now, sometimes I step on the brakes too fast because I, I'm kind of, you know, <laughs> Do I, do I do this? No. How about over here? Over mm -hmm. here? Over. So it's, I'm really praying, God, I, I want, just help me to do the right thing, yours, your way, not my way. Mm -hmm. And I really believe right now the women need that one piece missing from this whole program. It is truly holistic mm -hmm. in every way. Uh, but it, and it really is where heaven touches earth. It's, we see miracle signs and wonders every day. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Let me, um, uh, let me pray for you and um, yeah. encourage you to, you know, to, to follow God, you know, receive his will. He's got answers Amen. for all those things. And uh, uh, we, we believe it. And um, we thank you so much for sharing, but let me, let me just pray over you. Heavenly father, we're uh, just honored uh, to be part of all that uh, Lydia's house is, is doing to bring redemption, to bring restoration. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, mm -hmm. as Teresa understands, is that uh, there's now uh, other pieces to bring to this for uh, some therapy that can go deeper uh, while they're getting healed mm -hmm. spiritually. We pray for this mm -hmm. uh, thrift opportunity uh, for them to express themselves, for the cafe, uh, and then even a, even another uh, opportunity to reproduce this somewhere. And uh, we see mm -hmm. we see the potential, and we know that uh, uh, Teresa is at a point where uh, historically she is trying to get to uh, do things and and perhaps tries to get ahead of you. And on the other side of it is like, well, she doesn't want to do that. And so I just pray that you give her great clarity, um, yes, and yes. you and you lead her. Um, uh, her leadership, her board to understand your will and you bring about these next steps and that she continue and her staff continue to have joy in fulfilling it. So we pray a blessing over her. We pray covenant life over her that she would uh, really continue this beautiful ministry and that all of us mm -hmm. would learn what it means to choose to follow you and that if we follow you, yeah. we, we too will receive the covenant life um, and that she stays in that, in that sweet spot. And so we lift it up and praise you now in Christ's name. Amen. So Teresa, thank you so Hallelujah. much. Thank Amen. you so much for sharing. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have you back, have you back. And, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we can't get enough, we can't get enough of, uh, mm. of the stories cause they're, they're so beautiful, uh, showing thank the life, you. life of God. 
Absolutely. And I just want to also invite our listeners, um, if you want to learn more about Lydia's House of Hope, to certainly check them out online. And if you feel led to be just in prayer over them or to financially Mm -hmm. partner with them, absolutely go online and you'll find um, the ability to do that at Lydia's House of Hope in Summersworth, New Hampshire. So thanks for joining us. And thank you, Teresa. Um, We're excited to see everybody again tomorrow for End Times Friday. Yep. We'll see you soon. See you next time. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.